Welcome to the Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me on social media at JT Literally. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a hardworking entrepreneur who's looking to level up this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for that to be possible. You can go to IamFactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactor1.com. Today's guest is Kurt Stein. Kurt Stein is an IT consultant and digital transformation expert with a passion for helping businesses thrive. With over 25 years of experience in technology and entrepreneurship, Kurt has weathered economic ups and downs facing the same challenges in his own ventures. Kurt, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Yeah. Hey, it's great to be here. Uh, Being able to deal with passion and to be able to adapt. That's probably probably the way to get things done. Dealing with passion, being able to adapt. Adapting, I understand. Help me me deal with passion. Pressure. Yeah, you do a pressure. That's the that's the key. Pressure. Okay. And so, what are some uh, methods or strategies that you've used to kind of deal with that pressure, that kind of day to day thing that every uh, everybody kind of encounters? Yeah, I, I think. Look, I can think experience is uh, no matter who it is. I know you've had a lot of different folks on the podcast, from Navy SEALs, etc. It's you know what we do in life. We deal with pressure, and it begins with first you know throughout life being put into pressure situations, and then deciding internally what do you do how do you handle it you know can you can you make it through and i think experience allows you then to realize you faced it once before you were able to get through it and then you build up the memory the muscle memory the mental memory of what you do in those situations for so for me myself it's probably the best way to do it is that you know some things like this too shall pass you know you hear some of those you know those sayings but when you've been through it before, you know that you should just relax, step back, take a deep breath, and realize that if you don't get emotional about the situation, you'll realize that you'll be able to find ways to deal with that pressure, whether it be a, a bad situation where you have to think yourself through it. Uh, is it a family situation that you kind of got to just think through what the issue is, the challenge, and how do you work yourself way through it? And I think just over time, you build up those those muscles to be able to calm down, relax, Use your brain. Because if you're emotional, you tend to shut down and don't think properly, right? That makes a lot of sense. And uh, as as far as uh, when we get into that kind of state of stress and emotion, uh, it actually releases a hormone called cortisol. And that cortisol is built to cloud our judgment. And actually, it's the opposite. It's not built to cloud our judgment. It's built to cloud everything that's not based on surviving that moment. That's what cortisol does. And if you try to make decisions during that moment, you're screwed. Uh, And so we got to avoid that as much as possible and keep ourselves calm and just kind of let it flow like that. And I I love that message, man. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, the the key is, is that most people think, most people also, whatever the situation may be, they think the absolute worst case scenario, or they're in that moment thinking about everything that's happening around them. The gravity of the situation, how large it may be, what I tell my team and even myself is try to break it down to its smallest parts. It's much easier for you mentally to kind of break through it, and you can actually break things into small parts and just start attacking each part. And that'll also help you not get into that that tunnel vision as you just you just mentioned. 
And so uh, one of the one of the ways that you've kind of developed this is I know that you've studied martial arts uh, and I know you've been in IT consulting, two things that have very little to do with each other. Uh, but the the one thing that a lot of people are talking about right now is AI. Sure. And you have kind of a unique perspective because you've you've been in IT with consulting for a while. Uh, you have been through the ringer. You've grown some businesses. What are you seeing right now on the horizon of AI that are things that we may not even be thinking about yet? Sure, sure. I mean, it's a great question. Your question about about how do you deal with pressure? You know, how do you deal with these things? You talk about cortisol and you talk about fear. I'll tell you this much from a business perspective. What I'm seeing is a lot of business owners just are not sure what to do next. Mm. So there is some fear based within what is this AI? Yeah, I heard about it. I know ChatGPT, but what do I do next? I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to make the wrong move. I don't want to spend too much money. So a lot of that's going on. So there is some hesitancy in the middle markets and and some of that. Some of the larger companies are deploying it left and right, and they're just you know they're all in. They're spending the money. They're they're becoming AI proficient. But what do I see it in the future? I mean, we we just went through a five day drama from OpenAI of that company almost blew up in a matter of five days based on some decisions that happened there. I think now it's stabilized with the fact they brought Sam Altman back. Uh, and now you'll have some stability in that sense. But what are they working on? ChatGPT5. They're not the only company. They're not the only ones that are innovating. You know, you have Anthropic, you have Claude, you know, you have, you know, IBM's doing things, Google, Microsoft's doing things, Apple's investing a billion dollars into AI, Amazon's doing a lot there. There's, there's a lot of open source. So where do I see it? Uh, it, it, it? Everything we see now, and we've seen so much change in one year, and a year from now, AI is going to be blowing us away in terms of its capabilities. What are you talking about? Multimodal, text speech, you know, seeing. Uh, it's going to move much faster than it is now. And businesses that adopt it now are going to see far greater returns on their investment, you're going to see a far greater proficiency, productivity. So that's the things I see in the future. But I'm also aware that there's a human component to it that people are very worried about from a governance perspective, from a job perspective, from what's going to happen in the future. Could it get you know, really bad? So I understand I could see all those different perspectives. So I think that we're going to be in a moment of learning, adjusting, pivoting, trying to make sure we watch things so things don't get out of control. But I think all in all, it's going to be good for us, at least over the next five years. And so let's talk about some specific use cases right now uh, that are viable right now for business owners, entrepreneurs who are trying to embrace AI, maybe for the first time. What are some different things that that we can do to really jump in there with the, the current state of affairs? Yeah. And most people struggle with that, that first use case. What do we do? Where do we go? We're not sure. So the, the the simplest way to do it, especially in a podcast of this, you know, like we're talking here, is to look at a friction process. Something that's friction. So take a process where perhaps you have to go through large amounts of documents, read it, you know, review it, etc. Uh, AI will help with that. AI helps with vast amount of information to be able to process it and provide you a response pretty quickly. So if you're dealing with you know manufacturing documents, you know, or or annual reports and you have to process through it. AI will help you from that perspective, gather that information quickly, give your responses back and allow you to move quickly through that. 
so you're going to see things in education. You're going to see things in healthcare. There's a lot of use cases in healthcare as well. There's been things over the past where, from a dermatology standpoint, you, you know, it's supposedly AI can see or recognize skin cancer, skin cancer at a much higher rate than a doctor can pick up. So that's a that's a use case there. So anything in a business that's a friction process, I would say focus on that. Things that can be cost savings. Look at those areas. Don't try to take on something that's too large. That's going to take too long. An example of that would be you want to create a robot in your business that's going to look at all these different devices and it's going to process vast amount of information and it's going to do the work of a person. I mean, that is a huge process to take on where you can have a year from now, some company will come out and revolutionize a robot that does it all. And you've now just spent a million dollars building something out and somebody comes along and invents something that you could have bought for $10,000. And and that's really good advice in general. Uh, Take AI out of the equation. A lot of times uh, as entrepreneurs, uh, we tend to overcomplicate things. Sure. Uh, We're looking for this whiz-bang solution to to whatever problem we're facing when sometimes the solution is just get your hands a little bit dirty, put together kind of a a messy product and, and get it out there and see what happens and fix it as you go. Build the airplane while you're in the air. And that's sort of the same thing that you're saying here about AI. Find that friction point, and I love that you said that. Find the friction point that is slowing you down almost unnecessarily and let's see if we can get machine learning in there to take care of it. And 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 that sparked an example of something that I've done. I was writing some copy and uh, I needed to come up with some false beliefs, pain points, desires for my demographic. And so I'm no chat GPT pro, uh, but I typed in basically a description of my demographic and I said, what are top 10 pain points, top 10 desires, top 10, whatever, because otherwise I would have had to sit there for another hour to rack my brain and figure it out or do some research. But I type it into ChatGPT and it reveals in seconds, a list of 10 things that I can at least have an idea. Okay. That gives me an idea. Actually, the 10 things are this. And so that was a friction point for me that I applied. And so what are, what are some other friction points that that people may run into that AI has a solution for? Sure. So, so I mean, from a marketing perspective, absolutely. You can use, you can utilize ChatGPT. You can utilize, you know, um, Anthropic and some of the other tools. Now you have DAL-E built into GPT, which is going to get better from, you know, producing content. And then Microsoft Copilot, that's been released. Uh, companies now are going to start utilizing that. And that has everything built into the entire Microsoft suite. So from a marketing perspective, you'll be able to create PowerPoints much faster. You just take whatever it is, the information you have, you put into PowerPoint and say to the AI, Copilot, you know, create me a presentation in PowerPoint. And it gives you choices from uh, what images to use. That's going to move you much faster from a marketing standpoint, especially for a smaller company. So, so that's definitely help from a marketing perspective. What you mentioned as well, if you have a lot of information you have to read through, whether it be, I, I just think of annual reports or financials, or um, you, you read through copy of writing a book, you can utilize these type of tools to read through it, to give you ideas, to give you feedback, to let you know what's wrong so you can go in there. Uh, there's a lot of companies from a legal perspective that have already built in their own models where it'll take a quick look at a contract. 
and tell you the terms within the master agreement or a contract that are of concern, highlights them and gives you options as to what could be put in there, you know, in, in, uh, in return. So if you don't want to spend a lot of money on, on attorneys, there might be some tools out there you can utilize from that perspective. So those are high level, but, but I would say focus on the things that are small and easy to, to work with. And that would be copy. That would be reading things for you from a smaller business. You want to start moving into much, you know, higher models. Then you're going to find things like, you know, read this for me, give me responses, let me know what I should do next. Predictive, which would be more customized things. But Microsoft Copilot is is going to do a lot for businesses, especially when you start paying attention to it. That'll be the catalyst for a lot of businesses getting a lot of fear out of the way. And then get them to see, okay, great. I should really move a little bit you know, further in AI and try to do some customized AI tools. Awesome. And so tell us a little bit more about what you do, what you're working on right now, and how people can connect with you. Sure, sure. So so as I mentioned, Copilot, that's more, you know, Microsoft is in the mainstream and they're they're putting a lot in there. And companies are going to start using that. Also, you have Google Duet AI, which is the competitor to it. And you're going to do things like give me some marketing stuff, write this email for me, which is not really where we come in for writing an email for you. There's a lot of other tools out there. But companies may say, look, I'm not sure how to do this co-pilot. I'm not sure how to put the linkages into my business to get the data. My team can help them out with that. So onboard, how do you onboard co-pilot if their teams are too busy or don't have the right folks there? But in addition to that, we start working into customized AI models. So Say you work with, you know, uh, Power BI, business intelligence through Microsoft. And now you don't, you want to go beyond that. You want to be doing more predictive intelligence information. You want more information coming out to you quicker to tell you what things look like, what the future is going to look like. We could build tools for that. We'll take your information and provide you more predictive analytics in your business. So you start moving into the further AI tools, things that aren't done off the shelf. It's you want to create a, a, spe a special use case for your business, and it needs to look like this and solve this problem that the market can solve right now. Those are the things that we do. Awesome. And tell us a little bit about uh, where we can learn more about that and connect with you. Sure. So on my website, dctstrategy.com, we put a lot of information on there. Also, I'm very active on LinkedIn, on the Kurt R. Stein, that's K-U-R-T. So I put a lot of information out on LinkedIn as well. That's uh, at least I'm sharing a lot of information about what companies should do, where you should begin, even give some insights as to what's happening out there in the AI market. But that's really that's really where it begins. And I would also say to companies, become more understanding and more uh, learned about AI itself. And then fear moves out of the way. And then you start understanding better what kind of use case you should work on. And then when you have conversations with companies like myself, you, you don't, you're not lost. You don't, you're not kind of static or standing in place. You understand where you can go and what will work. And then we can help move you further along in that process. Excellent. Well, Hey, we're going to wrap from here. Kurt Stein, everybody. Thanks so much for coming on and uh, sharing some wisdom about how you get stuff done, specifically how we get stuff done with AI. For those of you who want to connect with Kurt, you can go to dctstrategy.com. If you 
also uh, want to connect with him on LinkedIn, you can do that as well. Just look him up, Kurt Arstein. If you listen to us on your morning commute or your workout or somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie, tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're a seasoned veteran and business owner, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there, we can help. Go to imfactor1.com now and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with. Because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.